Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and I am delighted that I'm about to be joined by Nicole and Dudley from Seven Hills Chamber Music Festival from Lynchburg, Virginia. They've been put in touch with me by William Sussman, who I have interviewed twice. Dudley Rain is the founder and co-director of Seven Hills Chamber Music Festival. Nicole Brancato is the co-director, and I'm going to be speaking to both Dudley and Nicole about the Chamber Music Festival, the kind of musicians they have, the compositions, the ensembles, all of that stuff. And what you're listening to now is an extract from Camille, which is a composition by William Sussman performed live at Seven Hills Chamber Music Festival 2022 and it features Nicole actually on piano alongside a number of other performers Lauren Scanio on flute, Kurt Cox on sax, Nathan Southwick on violin, Nico Mazziotto on cello, Jonathan Mack also on piano. This is going to be an interesting one because usually I'm interviewing people who are creating the music and this time I'm interviewing performers and this, the idea of this festival, which is just wonderful. I hope you enjoy listening to our conversation. Thank you so much for joining me on Harmonious World. Uh, this is very exciting because you're my first festival that I've interviewed. So fabulous. Yeah. So I want you to tell me all about the festival and about your own backgrounds and how you came together, uh, how you know Bill Sussman and uh, how you choose the music and all of these sort of things. So where do you want to start? There are so many stories in there, but as the founder of Seven Hills, I think Dudley, let's give us the background. Sure, I can I can give you a little background about uh, Seven Hills Chamber Music Festival. Uh, so I'm one of the co-directors and also the founder of uh, Seven Hills Chamber Music Festival in Lynchburg, Virginia. Um, it takes place for uh, 10 days, uh, about 10 days in August, uh, every August. And uh, it features uh, chamber music performances by uh, both musicians who play together regularly in New York City, um, musicians from kind of all over the US and also local musicians uh, in Lynchburg. So we all come together to put together several programs of chamber music and our concerts uh, showcase both music by living composers and uh beloved composers of the past and we do about we try and keep it about 50 50 in terms of our uh programming uh music by living and non-living composers excellent and how long has it been going uh we are preparing our third season so we started in august 2021 um very small budget kind of very small roster of artists uh, kind of just as a, you know, experiment, uh, and it went really well and people enjoyed it. And then we just kind of been growing ever, like exponentially growing ever since. 
fantastic what a time to start a festival though in august 2021 it was if you'd said august 2020 it would have been impossible but even 21 there were all sorts of issues weren't there there were a lot of there were a lot of uh concerns especially with the uh pandemic being worse uh back then um and we luckily had a very committed group of people who you know we we were all very careful and um yeah it was it was just great to be able to make music again some some of us for the first time you know being able to play in a larger ensemble of five people and I, I mean you say large ensemble and think like maybe 10 or 12 people but you know large ensemble for back then was like five or six and it was just very um it was amazing just to get to form bonds with that group of people and and create something beautiful after so long of not being able to make music absolutely so just nicole being in the same room with live music oh you know, absolutely yeah i didn't mean I... to interrupt you though no 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 when i started this podcast it was in may 2020 and we were all reflecting on how much we missed being in the same room performers and audiences together and I think it's taken two three years for really for us to feel like we can get back there and that's it's an amazing thing so Nicole tell me how you got involved with uh, Seven Hills well you know it's an interesting story it kind of came in I suppose a rather unrelated way um, Dudley, I believe you came to one of the concerts that I produced, which was called the Illustrated Pianist, and it was a commissioning project with lots of pianists who were also composing pieces that were related to Ray Bradbury's The Illustrated Man. And then, you know, very organically, we started hanging out. I think Dudley mentioned that, like, hey, you know, I have this festival would you would you like to team up and I started researching it and I thought wow this is so cool you know partially because of the initiative that you guys mentioned before of during that crazy time having the vision to start something like that I was really impressed with with what he did and I was so excited to join um and I'm so glad that I did because like Dudley was saying we've just been experiencing this immense energy from our audiences which has just been really incredible the festival just about doubled in size from the first year to the second year we had two composers in residence we had 23 artists i believe on our roster we had a, four main stage concerts we had a pop-up concert we had an educational outreach it was really a blessing to to be a part of it and the third season is shaping up to be uh, to, to continue on that growth, which is really exciting. Um, but actually, what's kind of interesting, I know you, uh, you asked before how William Sussman, how Bill plays into all of this. I actually met Bill in California um, for the same concert for the Illustrated Pianist. He was in the audience um, for the California premiere of it. And Bill is one of the nicest people on the planet. Yeah. And in addition to that, a, a tremendous composer. And we just started talking. I checked out his work. I really fell in love with his work. And so when I joined Seven Hills, he was one of the first people that came to my mind. Oh, 
we have to talk to Bill. He would be perfect for Seven Hills. Um, and we were really excited to feature his music and to have him in residence along with Evan Fine. Yeah. Uh, his music is just lovely, isn't it? I think uh, as modern composer, you know, he is he's kind of up there, isn't he, with with every with anybody. He'll he'll hold his own with anybody. So it's it's great. So uh how many concerts how many musicians are you talking about for 2023 season we are still slated to do our four main stage for the summer festival um in addition to pop-up programming um we're going to expand the artist roster just a little bit more we're looking like we're getting closer to 30 now um but what's really exciting in addition to that as the festival is growing is we're also slated to have our New York City debut in September. So we'll we'll grow the festival from uh, having just the, the summer portion to also having concerts during the year. Wow, that's brilliant. So so that's starting with this New York date, which is up for presumably it's not yet kind of finalized. Is that right? It's it's very close to being finalized. We we just need to sign the dotted line. But um, uh, should I more should I info met- coming soon? Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, <laughs> we more... Shouldn't say yet. We shouldn't say yet. <laughs> okay, so so I'll point people to your website, and then they can find the information when it comes out, or or on your social media channels and that sort of thing. Absolutely. Terrific. So Dudley, can you tell me a little bit about your background as a musician? Sure. So, uh, as a musician, so I grew up in Lynchburg, Virginia. I'm a, I took viola lessons. Uh, I'm a violist. Um, that's a lot of what I do now. I I'm based in New York city. I went to Manhattan school of music for both my undergraduate and master's degrees in viola performance. Um, so now I, um, kind of play all over town and travel. Um, so this is, this is a lot of what I'm doing throughout the year. And um, I'll play anything from like American Ballet Theater or Broadway or um, maybe uh, some, a chamber. I, I recently was on a chamber music series in Cleveland. Um, I'll be in Washington DC next month for an orchestra um program so i i kind of do a little bit of everything right right and uh and you nicole where where what's your background originally my background is in piano performance um you know similar kind of story since i was very young i studied the piano um and as i got older my range of musical interests broadened to incorporate not just classical piano, but to incorporate jazz and composition and arranging, um, and most lately in curating. And I find myself just very fluidly moving between these things, which is both uh, really fun and sometimes a little frustrating on my own self, I think, because it uh, it's hard to pin down, you know, exactly what I do sometimes. <laughs> but it's, it's quite fun. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I have a range of work from 
installation-based projects. Um, with one project, Persephone and the Phoenix, we have an installation performance coming out at the cell this June, which will be called Nine Ways to Destroy Violin. Um, I have a composition that's premiering at National Sawdust in March. Um, so that, you know, kind of the installation and composition side, and then of course, performances as a, as a soloist and in groups along the way. Um, and these are, you know, in my musical practice, in addition to the work at Seven Hills. But what I find really fascinating is how these things really intersect. And at Seven Hills, we're really passionate about creative programming, about having a theme for our audiences and taking our audiences on a kind of narrative journey from the beginning of the concert to the end. So mixing canonic composers and living composers, but finding these shared threads between all of that music and having our, our excuse me, our artists engage with the audiences during the concert. You know, it, it's in my mind, those kind of things are very similar to like curating an installation or, or creating a composition or something like that. Oh, brilliant. And so when an audience comes, do you do you mix up the concerts so there'll be the sort of a traditional sort of chamber music composition that perhaps people will know alongside new stuff or do you have them separate? How does that work? Definitely alongside. Right. Because, you know, something that's really amazing is how the way we hear things changes depending on the order of music in a program or just along those lines of like juxtaposition and contrast. So I feel like if, if you put things, even the same music in a program, but you change the order, you'll hear all of it differently. So it's really interesting to experiment with, with perception in that way and to bring out you know, not only these amazing pieces of new music by living in composers, but to help us hear the traditional pieces differently, to hear yeah. them in new lights. Lovely. Very good. So uh, what are the dates and how do people get to you? Uh, forgive me, my knowledge of American geography is shockingly bad. So I know, so I know the whole kind of East Coast. So I know New York City, uh, Philadelphia, Washington, Boston up higher and, and that sort of thing. But take me any further across the country and I get a bit confused. So so how far is Lynchburg from New York City? Um, so if you know where Washington, D.C. is, yeah. uh, you can think driving like three and a half or four-ish hours south, um, that'll kind of put you in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia. Oh, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> Yeah, so that's so that's kind of that's where you can find the festival oh, uh, ge right. geographically, um, and then you know to take the drive uh, during the time when the festival is going to be on, um, you should plan to be there anywhere between August sixteenth to twenty sixth, and uh, you can find all of that information. Will be uh, it'll be on our website. You can, uh, we'll definitely be sending updates via our mailing list and, um, yeah, just announcing all sorts of things that we're, uh, we have in store. Brilliant. So any of my listeners who are on the East coast, that's easy for them to get to. And it's a beautiful part of the world. Oh, it's gorgeous. You know, for the festival was one of my first times there, you know, Dudley, you grew up there. So, uh, 
you know, me as an outsider, I didn't know what to expect going there for the first time. And gosh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like all encapsulated with the mountain ranges. Um, and somehow the the sky looks different to me. <laughs> I don't know how to explain yeah. that. <laughs> my my understanding of the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia is from uh, the Laurel and Hardy film and song. Fantastic. And so so I uh, I traveled there many, many years ago when I was much younger. I traveled there. And as we were driving, we, we drove coast to coast. And I that song became my earworm for the whole of the journey through the through those mountains. It's just beautiful. Yeah, I, I honestly never it, I never get tired of visiting, like going back and visiting because it's 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 literally a breath of fresh air down there. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Um, you've kindly sent me some performances from the Chamber Music Festival. So I shall dovetail those into the into our conversation so that people can get a sense of the sort of music that they can hear. Thank you so much. Thank you so and much. This what is... an honor to be the first festival. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. That's I know. so cool. It really <laughs> is. So I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Nicole and Dudley. What you're listening to now is Brandenburg Concerto Number no. 4 in G Major by J.S. Bach. This was also performed live at Seven Hills Chamber Music Festival in 2022. And this includes Jennifer Arn on violin, Laura Scanio again on flute, Samuel Sparrow on clarinet, Nathan Southwick and Christy Salisbury on violin, Rose Baker and Greg Childress on violin, Dudley Rain and Toby Bonato on viola, Noah Senghui Ko and Nico Mazziotti on cello, Michael Lamar on bassoon and Jonathan Mack on harpsichord. Thank you for joining me once more for Harmonious World. It's always a pleasure. Please do remember that you can subscribe now and you'll get a shout out on the next episode. please just follow all the links on the show notes and they'll take you to the various places for me and for my guests on this episode. Thanks for joining me once more on Harmonious World.
Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week and please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World.